Hey guys, gals, on a binary pals, it's Southpaws. It's episode 515. Better luck next time, God. <laughs> I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzzwolf. And I'm Shiva. Having beautiful patio weather here in North Texas, where tornadoes tried to get us after Fiesta's end and failed. Haha. <laughs> so yeah. I, I knew tornadoes were close, like, because of course had the, the tornado sirens were going off. And then, like, we started to hear, like, rustling and kind of that banging you get when like the wind is really high me and ajax and kyle who was crashing with us on monday kind of looked at each other like this is sounding kind of bad and i was like maybe we should get into the hall and they were all like yeah it seems like a good idea so we sat in our hallway for like 20 minutes the hallway with the doors closed is like the only real room outside of a closet that doesn't have any windows in, yeah. in our house i was trying to think and it's like yeah that would be kind of it because like the the central living room like you know if the glass from the sunroom blows in or something then that's gonna get us right there you know those interior doors between the sunroom and the living room are not really they're not a, a they're not outside doors you know yeah. they're not really going to withstand anything like that so like our backup plan in case a tornado has always been to get into the hallway and close the, the connecting doors and then we're not surrounded by a window anywhere yeah zirian and i were actually up at the kinakunia bookstore up off of old denton and trinity and everyone just kind of went to the back of the store and was kind of like chilling because it's like well that's not great because the sirens were going off for a while <clears throat> they yeah they were because it was just, like, one of the two storms that produced a little EF-0 tornado that was, like, just north of there. And, mm -hmm. like, the sirens were going off for a while, and it was super, super gray out. We were picking up manga volumes for his friends up in Michigan, because they don't have a book, any bookstores like that anywhere near them. Yeah. So we were just kind of, like, going through the store, picking up books, and kind of casually glancing towards the front. It's like, well, the windows haven't blown in yet. We're okay. There's a lot of bookshelves between us and the flying glass, so... Yeah. We just have to hit the floor. Yeah, because like retail stores, they all have, it's all glass storefronts. So the only thing you really could do is like go to the back of the store. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, it like the lights didn't flicker or anything, but it was still super pouring rain. So we were like, well, doesn't look like we're going to die right this second. So I went and got some ice cream. It's a place called Somi Somi. Mm -hmm. They do. Uh, they the are little really good. Taiyaki, their little fish-shaped waffle things. Hmm. They have a filled version <clears> and they do the ice cream version. The ice cream version, they're basically like a waffle cone. They put the the frozen custard stuff inside with like everything else, and then they have ones where they just like bake. This like, sounds like filled. something I might actually be able to eat. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they have any soy. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but they do have stuff that is lactose-free, so that I can have it, and it doesn't do me any doesn't do bad stuff. So I had just a cup of sesame ice cream with little blue macaron and toasted mm. coconut and i was like i posted a picture that just said die deliciously i was like well you know what nothing i can do i'm here <laughs> i'm gonna have some ice cream and try not to get sucked into another world get isekai'd into the interspecies <laughs> reviewer world and live my dream <laughs> Monster Musume, you know, take my pick. <clears throat> yep, go on a quest to have sex with every species of sucky girl. Yep, and then go fuck God. Mm-hmm. I'd be in that fucking gender swap in all the time. I'd be fun, yeah. <laughs> so, we've survived Fiesta. All of us have tested negative for COVID. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like my entire crew 
in electronic gaming made it through fine, which is very good. Seems like you yeah. guys did well with on the Fur Planet side. Yeah, uh, everyone, well, at least everyone in my household has all tested negative. I saw Kyle post that he tested negative, too. He got a PCR test. Okay, good. Yeah, I think I did see that tweet also. So, and yeah, so I think everyone, everyone in our, I haven't talked to Wu or Buck. Um, I'm sure I would have heard if they had tested positive. Yeah, like everybody for you's been fine, Shiva. Yes, that is correct, Sovereign. Sorry, con shit. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you were just like playing with your phone. You're just like <laughs> no, no, being ignored. Siesta stuff, and it's spinning up. So. Oh, okay, oh well. do we have dates on that yet? Uh, it is July 14th through 17th. Okay. That's we were working like on updates. Right after Anthrocon. Like we two, know it's two. when the Hyatt had openings. It's We tried to move it. Okay, well. Okay. Let me, uh, let it's me It's also Trocon weekend. Not, that doesn't matter to, to me. Like, that was one of those things that Darren was like, hey, you want to go to Trocon? Because they're, they're like the furry con of Ponycons. Like, they have an adult dealer's den and stuff at night. So you can get yourself some, like, Dakamaka is with the horse pussy out, but <laughs> they're like right after Anthrocon, so Anthrocon is the priority because you know yes. you have to drive a bunch of stuff there, like barring anything major occurring between now and then. So yeah, well the only thing that would well okay, I mean obviously another wave could happen, but the other thing that might happen is we might have a van by then. Yeah, so we'll see like how many vehicles we actually need and who all has to drive or whatever but you still need me right oh yeah at the con <laughs> yeah definitely um but like the the vans we're looking at it's like it's very possible that like because as you know like all the vehicles we've ever driven to anthrocon before there's no room for a passenger there's yeah. usually like shit in the front seat and in the wheel well and all that too at least whenever uh, in my car when i was driving yeah i remember one year when we took the uh, sport wagon you and i you and i yeah and we stopped with the ringtail cafe yeah. through a couple of times but yeah. um yeah i mean the the hope is that the van might be big enough to like get all of our shit in and have room for a passenger or maybe nice. what maybe an additional passenger which would be really cool. But we're looking at those models where the seats fold completely into the floor. All the books. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to the many vans out there where, like, you have to take out a bench seat, leave it in your garage at home, and then load up. This would allow us to, like, when we get to the con, just be able to pull the seats up from out of the floor and then be like... Well, we got a seven-person van now. Who wants to go to dinner? You know, and be able to take the whole crew, or you know, two or I, three people. I like that idea. Yeah, pulling multiple cars out of fucking when there's like parking situations. Oh my god! Yeah, it would be nice. We had three cars for Fiesta. Two of them loaded with stock, and one for all of our personal luggage because we had so much stock in the other vehicles. There was no room for our personal luggage. <laughs> And, uh, but, you know, we made it work, but it was also juggling three cars in a pretty damn full parking garage. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of going back and forth. And... I got super fucking lucky with my parking spot. <laughs> yeah. I ended up on the bottom, bottom floor, also like parking level C, and got a parking spot right by the north elevators. So I couldn't have asked for a better spot because I could basically take all my shit straight up into the hotel. But it was like the last spot. And that was one of those, like you got to the end 
and you had to back up and do like a three point turn because there was an area that was marked off, you know, no parking. Yeah. But like, if you, if there was people trying to get in there, you could get into a fucking nightmare traffic jam real easy. Like I got that spot and I was like, I'm not moving. We're going to door dash shit. And that's what we ended up doing food wise because I was not losing that parking spot. Right. But yeah, Fiesta, like overall on the convention side of things was really good for my department. Like, the setup was fine. We had plenty of help for that. The Good. internet worked. The consoles worked. Like, all of my prep work prior to the con paid off, more or less. I accidentally left one of my things for reimbursement with, like, my receipts and shit in a tote. I'll have to get that because that's, like, 300-something dollars worth of reimbursement receipts oh. that I have. But, like, <clears throat> everything that I did in preparation for the con worked and everything went smoothly and like people brought shit like some dude brought his like entire like retro gaming basement worth of stuff he brought a everything from an atari 2600 up to a gamecube sweet and had like ddr for the playstation 2 he had like mario party mario kart various games for playstation 2 he just had a bunch of everything and he was just up there most of the weekend just keeping eye on things and playing classic games with people and it was a lot of fun like we had multiple setups for smash we had a bunch of people participate in the tournaments it went smoothly like on that side it went really well being up on the 37th floor kind of sucked in terms of foot traffic i literally had people on sunday tell me they did not know that we had gaming this year because it was up here they did not know where we were oh and so i'm hoping to change my placement for 2023 but that's like a like you know con side discussion um yeah that'll be a big conversation oh god he's just like i haven't seen you in like forever please pay attention to me um I so i too. saw some tweet saying god gaming was on the top floor and i was like i know it's not the top floor because the super sponsor dinner was on 38 yeah and i, I mean, love that that space i i, I, I love it. so nice <laughs> is it that's why i did tea time um so because oh con i didn't act- know you'd gotten to do that this yeah year. con actually funded it at a fmb nice perfect so all I instead of like when I did tea time before I bought in like twenty five gallons of water, a couple of kettles, milk, my own cups. Like I brought in everything. This time I just brought in tea. Like they gave me cups and sweeteners and hot water and creamer and I just brought tea. It was so nice. That's got to be a lot easier. So just people we do it for about two hours. People drifted up and. Uh, had some tea chilled and then meandered back down like the views especially during at night from those rooms was really nice mm. like we actually Did you have like a nice downtown dallas view? yeah you could, it was basically looking more or less well sort of northeast but you know you can see the river of lights that is 75 and you can see east to just see how fucking flat texas is looking that way you could also see something else what Oh, can see your work from there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but because I, I took a picture of it, and sent it down to Sarah, and he went, "Yes." yes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, yes. "Many furries work in downtown Dallas." Let's wow, big say surprise. That. <laughs> um, yeah, but I wasn't good. Yeah, that's why I did oh, a I know, lull I just to. Yeah. The but the windows <clears throat> open during the day was nice. <clears throat> People get a nice view, 
and like most of my complaints were on the hotel side because we had fire alarms go off on Friday and Saturday night. And now I know like, one was like a technical glitch on the hotel staff side. I think both were. Both were. But mm. like the one on Friday, it's like, oh, we're, a nuclear bomb has fallen. You're all going to die. Like, it, like the alarm is just terrible. Mm-hmm. And like an emergency has been declared. Please proceed to the exit downstairs. Oh, so it's, it's not just the siren. Yeah, it's, it's like it has vocal cons- things and it mixes it up so you can't like tune it out. And so we walked all like all the way down from the seventh floor, got to the street. Poor Zirian like tripped and ate shit on the surface street of Dallas and scuffed up his right hand. Aww. And then right as we got inside, it like all clear. So I had to walk all the way around the hotel because, like, basically came out on the back side of the street towards uh, the side towards the Pearl Street station. Mm-hmm. And so you had to walk all the fucking way around to get back inside to the elevators because everything was closed. And so that was fun. And then on Saturday night, there was, like, a malfunction where it went to every room in the hotel mm-hmm. at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. I had long <clears throat> enough time to roll over, say, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, all clear. And I just was, like... Yeah, I saw tweets from some people on the upper floors that were like, I was on 29 or whatever, and they're like, I'm not going, I'm not moving until, like, I actually hear a real voice say. Yeah, I heard, like, whoop, it's like, fuck, whoop, and I pick up my phone, and I start looking at, like, the various TFF, and it's like, it's going off here, it's going off here, it's like, this is not the isolated, Yeah, whatever, it's like, this is a lot bigger. Did you hear what actually caused it? No. Uh, there was a faulty sensor that got tripped in the water pressure system for the fire suppression system. Yeah. And that's why it immediately fixed itself. It's just because uh, a sensor tripped. Um, and actually, Oh, so the system thought that the sprinklers were being deployed because I, the pressure, I, they thought the pressures were out? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the pressure, if that's what it's Too many furries flushed the toilet at the same time? But before they announced it publicly and like the Sheraton confirmed, one of TFF's park ranger is a volunteer firefighter and had actually set up to me, I, I bet it was water pressure. Um, <laughs> I think he's a small town up in Oklahoma, but like a, a couple of the college campus um buildings near him have these systems and occasionally they'll get flipped and it's just a a water pressure drop or in this case a faulty sensor thinking Mm. it's a water sensor you know drop huh i had a pleasant time overall like the deficiencies in the hotel are something that will be addressed hopefully but like on the convention side my roles at like as a officer of the event was fine so so as far as like the elevators and the escalators are concerned okay yeah staff attitude was problematic at times but the thing where the elevators kept breaking and the escalators keep breaking how many years has that plagued acon and a fest there oh Mm -hmm. it is straight up a they don't take good enough care of their shit but also they have like a million people pass through there on a yearly basis yeah i know i'm just saying that we can complain mm. and squawk at the hotel but if akon who's literally five times the size of us mm-hmm. couldn't get them to fix their stuff or a fest which is about <coughs> usually about double but they scaled back in post-covid if they couldn't get the hotel to fix their shit i mean they're not gonna care yeah about us. It's it's just frustrating because I mean, like on Sunday when I was trying to get my mom's shit back up to her truck, uh, the elevators were like only one elevator was working and that was completely inundated. So I had to push a cart of stuff all the way up to the fourth floor 
of the uh, parking garage, I felt like I was going to die. The dog says hi. Mm-hmm. Well, that one dude that was tweeting has a heart condition. Yeah, he could have fucking he, died. He's got opinions on elevators, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he just wants me to pay attention to him instead of just sitting here. Like, he's... If he comes and stands under the table, I can pet him. Oh, you're talking about the dog. I thought you were talking about the guy. No, no, no. Bo, who wanted to come in and add his two cents. His little, you know. Yeah, I know. That's how we all feel about elevators, Bo. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate commentary. (laughs) Yeah. They're terrible. Like, the jokes that people are making about, like, God saw the people mauling and seething about the Fiesta Hotel and thus trapped them in Texas for another day for their hubris are the what if you wanted to go home from tff but god said and like the picture of the tornado warnings going off <laughs> yeah i was like people were having some fun with it but yeah i know i know flights got canceled and delayed and like and of course i mean i'm i wouldn't want to take off when there was a tornado warning yeah, yeah i mean we had like 25 to 30 tornadoes on monday like, including one way too close to here yeah, yeah. It's not, if it's not like ice I, and cold it's like hey fuck you tornadoes when you guys said that it was one touch down by me i didn't quite realize exactly how close it was until i like looked at where the elementary school is it's like oh yeah oh and, and uh. like it was just south of you and not too far north of me and it was like oh fuck i used to live over there too so it's just maybe just had it out from me and like my known locations yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> But thankfully, we made, like, nobody was injured, at least to the tornado they hit here, like, fucked up a couple roofs. It was like EF0. Yeah, it was like strong winds, but still technically a tornado. It'll still fuck your shit up. It had, like, rotation. Yeah. Yeah, it would have damaged roofs, you know, lost limbs, you know, but it's not going to be the ones where it just turns your house into rubble. Oh, there's a a house that um the green train line passes that i see when i'm coming home from work that uh was damaged by the tornadoes from like two years ago and has just never been fixed oh yeah it's the roof is still all torn up it's got a tarp over it you go down (laughs) dallas north tollway and especially right after the tornado you just saw this swath of like destroyed trees ripped up roofs and even now like you there's a suddenly dip in like tree population and mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's it's noticeable when they it went through town like that yeah. yeah there was some really interesting photos that came out after that tornadoes came through that section of town because you know it's right on the flight path for love field and so people could take photos flying in you just see this swath of destruction just through this quadrant of downtown of, of dallas and it was like holy crap Mm-hmm. going towards downtown um yeah i remember that one two years ago there was some photos taken like the night after and you could see like these big patches of black mm-hmm. where like power had been lost or like lights had been torn out and stuff like that it was just a swath of like destruction yeah, yeah. it was crazy but like, luck i'm um, glad to hear that nobody was uh killed in this one at least here oh okay do you mean you mean in like was that report like dallas proper or do you mean like specifically like people we know there were other tornadoes and there's this really dramatic photo of like this house that had been reduced to basically sticks except for like the the core of the house this one hallway kind of like how your hallway is and the person's like yeah i'd I'd recently like i heard the sirens go off i got my family in there and then Mm -hmm. the tornado hit and the only thing that was left standing was basically that hallway and his family made it out unscathed but all their shit's just gone oh jeez, man um, but hey 
you ain't dead. That's what counts. So yeah, this is a fiesta. Pretty good time. Tornadoes, not so good time. I'm just... God, if that happened to my house, just be there would be furry books all over DFW. <laughs> yep, you know, you'd, there'd be somebody, you know, that you know, there'd be a church or something nearby where like you get flung through the window and lands on a, on the pews. Yeah, yeah, you know, knocks a Bible off and is replaced with Trevor's tricks. Yep, yep. This is your new Bible now. <laughs> where is your God now? Well, he's right there, and he's drawn by Lappenbow. <laughs> Oh. So I wasn't at the con much, but I was there for about four hours on Friday evening because um, it was Tieran's birthday that day. And also I was running up two boxes of books that had arrived at our UPS store address um, that came in last minute. And I mean, they were expected that day anyway. So I had to run some books and other stuff uh, downtown uh, for the guys anyway. And uh, so I stuck around for for the party um and i chilled out in the room so i got to see like a couple of people that i don't normally see but really not that many which which is fine you know like i think part of me was not really ready for a con anyway but also my back had been acting up so physically i was just not at all ready for a con i certainly was not going to be able to deal but being able to to be there at least for a little while and enjoy the con atmosphere was like enough it, it was nice to be at a con again even if it was brief and that was that was about all i needed really yeah i mean i will admit that i felt more energized like i was still tired as hell but i was like perked up i saw a bunch of furries i saw a bunch of people i hadn't seen for a couple years it was great seeing people yeah it's like well like straight up you know michelle light like i'd heard that she'd had covid but i hadn't heard shit about her since so i was like oh good she's here yeah i mean she's here we had dark natasha marcy uh we did not get diana and we did not get um heather uh, heather but heather was going to there was Fernal Equinox. Yeah, which is right next door to her. So I don't blame her. Plus, traveling internationally with COVID season is... Yeah. Yeah. That was an easier ask for her, She I'm also sure. didn't want to come to Texas with all the uh, anti-trans oh, um, I don't blame laws her. and stuff. And yeah, so... Like, yeah. Right, Hell, I, I feel bad for her to, all my trans friends and other trans people i don't know that live in texas having to deal with this yes bullshit Sa- you know? Sable said a bunch of trans folks canceled kind of last minute because of frankly texas texas is fucking backwards bullshit yep i'm really glad that um <coughs> a couple of courts even in texas have stepped in and said this law is blatantly unconstitutional it's and bullshit and you know you're and no so like um so legally speaking that law is supposed to be on hold right mm-hmm. now because a judge has said that it's it's not legal but apparently some assholes in the uh department of like the children family services are actually still actively going after a couple of families like there was um uh, some tweets I saw that was referencing um, a mother of a, a trans kid who is now 18, but had come out to her previously, and um, and you know, and she had supported um, their child. And I, I don't remember if they were male to female or female to male, but um, point is, they had supported their child through transitioning, and even though their child is now 18, they're trying to sort of retroactively prosecutor that's so and they're fucking... like how about you suck my nuts <clears throat> it wasn't yeah. an issue there 
Uh, Yeah. It it wasn't illegal then when they supported their child. And it's, it's not illegal now because it's got a hold on it from the court, but... And the person they're targeting is a legal adult. Yeah, and and the the department is still trying to push this through and harass this family, and it's like now that's just somebody in a minor position of power is just a transphobic douchebag and is trying to make life miserable for this one particular family. It's like Ian, if there's any Shinigami out there with a spare death note, just want to help me make. America great. Like, I hope that she can, the mother can, like, sue the fuck out of the Texas government or the Department of Child Protection or whatever. And because that's just bullshit. You know, it's not even about the money. They need to be taught a lesson. You know, that this blatant bigotry is just not going to stand. If only that tree had finished the job. Yeah, but we might have somebody worse. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We had the um, the primary elections in March, and um, Governor Abbott was being challenged for the Republican nomination by like th- at least three other people. Even worse, running to the people. right of him. Yeah. So as much as I hate Greg Abbott, I'm glad he won his primary because the the people that would be running against would be even worse people oh, like alan yeah. west and there was huffines huffines and i don't remember he was the dude that lost his uh like state senate or state representative position here in dfw ah okay he was like up here in east dallas and he got deposed by a democrat and so he was like well fuck it i gotta be a right wing i'm gonna push abbott to the right which i mean Abbott's a right-wing ghoul that is going to do everything he can to not get primaried because mm-hmm. GOP has no values. Um, no, of course not. Abbott will move to the right if he has to move to the right to maintain his position, and he did. Just like those motherfuckers in Utah. And, yep, and I can only hope that, that Beto O'Rourke wins the governorship. Like, there hasn't been a Democrat win a statewide election since 1994 when Ann Richards won the governorship as a Democrat. Yeah. So it's been over 30 years and like it's well past time. And, you know, gerrymandering doesn't work on a state level election because there aren't districts with that. So people running for Senate and uh, Senate to the, the actual Senate, not the federal Senate, not the state Senate. And um, for things like governor aren't aren't beholden to congressional districts and shit. But they've put a lot of other voter suppression rules into place like that shit they tried to pull in 2020 with limiting counties to like one ballot drop off and shit like that, you know. So we're really going to have to push hard to get people out to the polls in in this year to vote for the governor because it's fucking critical here, you know, and... Like, I'm going to lose my senator. Like, they, you know, on, on the state level. Because that, that redistricting they did, um, my state congressional representative is moving to an even more blue district. So, which is the whole point. They want to try to segregate us down as much as possible. So, though, I'll still have my 
state congressional representative. But my state senator is now, like, they expanded his district way out into, like, a rural area in, like, a, a tiny little bit in the city. So, you know, he's going to get a bunch of red uh, people voting. So I, I don't hold out much hope of holding on to, you know, currently I'm represented by Democrats in the state Senate and House. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think I'm going to be able to say that unfortunately, after this year. But, yeah, we'll we'll see. I have hope for the governorship. I mean, Beto is polling really well. Um, People really hate Abbott? People really hate Abbott. Any Democrats that were on the sidelines and are seeing the shit go on, well, maybe if they didn't vote before, we'll get out and do it. He came closer than anyone ever has to uh, to unseating the Republican senators when he went up against Ted Cruz. And now he's got a significant ground game and, and network of people working with him going into this gubernatorial election. So, you know, I hope. I'll cross my fingers, you know. We'll see. So right now the governor matchup is going to be Beto O'Rourke and um, incumbent Governor Greg Abbott. So we'll... Uh, We'll see. At least after the primaries, we know who the players are. Yeah, so speaking of dumb shits, and to bend it back towards furry stuff, a dark, dark, dark horse for the Georgia governor primary, Republican primary. Oh, for fuck's sake, yes, this this crazy you know, car. Candace Taylor fit this dick in her oh. mouth. She posted something today, The furry days are over when I'm governor. Public schools for academics, not fairy tales. And the furries found her tweet. Now, the furries have never learned that you should screen cap things at best and then mock it that way instead of spreading her far and wide. But, you know, also, this person doesn't have a ghost of a fart of a chance of beating the incumbent governor. She just wants the attention. And she's gotten Mm -hmm. it. She's gotten 1,729 quote tweets. A lot of people are, like, ratioing her. Like, Soatoke posted a furry butt and has, like, uh twice the likes of her of her initial tweets (laughs) and various other people are going yo check out this art it's like counterpoint here's my fursona just yeah oh i'm blocked by somebody okay well you guess what you're blocked now too fuck you block block you're all blocked none of you are free from sin hey if if you're a random furry and you block me first i'm gonna just counter block and forget about you it's just occasionally they show up and like your pixel kitties responding and all these other people, Mango Panda, Dragoneer, all these people that I know. And it's like, and remember a few, like a month or two ago, there was these dumb shits that were trying to say, like, oh, you know, they're accommodating furries by giving them dog bowls to eat out of and putting litter boxes in the bathrooms. And it's extremely made up shit, but these Facebook boomers will say any fucking thing to turn it back on attacking trans kids. And so that was a bugaboo for about a week in the news, and people laughed at it. But it has become, you know, the dark canon of the QAnon poison brained. And so, like, Ugh. yes, they're accommodating furries, and the deep state is, you know, jacking off femboys to get their adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So. Uh... 
But yeah, this person is like her fucking motto or his her slogan is Jesus babies guns. Yeah, I Jesus saw the period, photo. Babies, period, guns. She, I saw the she's, Photoshop. She's like a trope at this point. Yeah, she's just your average brain broken QAnon dipshit who doesn't have a ghost of a chance, but like they will still scream about, they stole the election! You will answer to God! Because there was some mm-hmm. dumb shit woman here in Texas who came oh God, that's dead right. fucking last in her primary and, and refused was, to concede. Because God had ordained God her. God ordained it, and she was like, you are going, you're not going to answer to me, you're going to answer to God for stealing this election from me. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Go play in traffic, you dipshit. Yeah. Like, you came in dead last out of, like, five people. Brief pause for dog kisses. Yeah. He was just like, hey, yeah, you're not paying attention to me. Hi. Yeah. Bo has opinions on politics. Yes, Bo's like, don't talk about that woman, pet me. Do the important shit. I agree. She's an idiot. She agrees. You, you, get, you guys get to hear the baby on this uh, on this week's episode. <laughs> Big man, no, watch your step, buddy. Okay. Is... I'm like, is there a switch for him to step on? There's not. He'll <laughs> step on your foot. No I mean, problem. That's fine. I've got shoes on, but I don't. There's not like a switch that he can turn off all of our equipment. <laughs> um, because. That would be an oversight, because it's kind of sitting on the patio. We're kind of having it all spread out here. Yeah. I'm glad, like, Furry Fiesta happened, and, like, we could have a good time to get away from, like, most of the bullshit and have ourselves a furry time. Because, man, it's a fucking nightmare out there. On another note, somebody um, wrote up on our article recently about the uh, the Ridgeland Library. Yeah. The uh, furries were a very big part of raising a lot of money for. The and activist community known as the furries. Yes, that's what I was going to say. We are now an activist community. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like that the article specifically says, uh, known for two things, dressing up as animals, or no, known for three things, dressing up as animals, being very pro-queer, and kicking Nazis and alt-right out of the community. And I was like... And also okay. running the internet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, uh, it, it, and I'm like, yes, I'm okay with the furries being known for that. <laughs> As opposed to being those weird sex freaks that we were back in, like, 2009. Yeah, yeah I didn't so- even mention that. It was like, fursuits, pro-gay, anti-Nazi. <laughs> and, like, the furry fandom raised $112,771.20 for the library... And they're getting that money from the city that was being withheld, so they mm-hmm. basically have double budget for this year. They can buy even more queer books to piss people off. Yeah. Or just fix whatever, you know? That's actually, that's some good news. Where the activist community that is the furry fandom uh, helped out a rural library that was getting fucked with. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, they're trying so fucking hard to push gays back in the closet. It's really distressing because it's like constantly some new bullshit that it's like, we're going to push gay books out of libraries. We're going to do this. We're going to make it harder for trans people because it's not hard enough for them. You know, like you have motherfuckers that are like, you know, what about 18 to 25 year olds? Do we really need informed consent anymore? Big think. So you have like WPATH the uh, lead on how to do trans healthcare is kind of like just asking questions. Are 18 to 25 year olds really mature enough? And it's like, these people are legal adults. Mm -hmm. Don't you motherfuckers dare try to tell us like you aren't going to infantilize us. 
mm-hmm. and say that we can't do this. Like we've already gone through the arbitrary hurdle of reaching adulthood. You're not going to tell us that oh we can't do a thing until 25. Like what they're trying to do is make it impossible to medically transition for people mm-hmm. and all that, or, or at least make it as unpleasant as possible, also or potentially dangerous <clears throat> if people self med. Self med, mm. and also, frankly, once you hit twenty five, you have long headed down your hormonal path. You, yeah, it's a lot easier to switch gears and pass. Yeah, um, once you hit that stage of life. But it's like, especially when it comes to like trans mask folks, because tra- apparently testosterone is heavily regulated. You can't self med that. No, because they use it as like roids and such for yeah. like weightlifters. But like estrogen, it's a standard like hrt for anybody even women use various forms of it especially once you hit menopause yeah well menopause mm-hmm. or if you have like well my mom had a full hysterectomy because she had cervical cancer yeah. and they were like you know you're you don't have you're, ovaries anymore you're, you're middle-aged you've already had two kids you've had your tubes tied we'll just take all of this out to avoid any risk of future cancer but that does mean instantaneous menopause like in her 40s i think at the time so she was on hrt for you know like this keeping out of gender confirmation stuff the cysts do it all the time breast reductions fillers those testosterone creams that were so popular a couple years ago yeah for men penis lengthening surgeries have been a thing swedish made penis enlarger pump that are like they're really not effective at all and they're not really made for people with a who fall within the average penile length they're made for people who have a like the actual micro penis condition where it's like it's literally too small to reproduce with and like you can get there are surgeries that can maybe give them like an inch or an inch and a half. They're mm-hmm. like people with a statistically average penis are like, well, I want a longer one. And they're trying to get that. And it's like, yeah, sachet men trying to be more manly, you know, by restrict. Yeah, you fuck everybody by doing this. And it's like, but you don't want to forget that the bigotry is the point, you yeah. know. It's just everything else is collateral damage. And, like, that bill in Iowa only failed. This was a bill that they were writing that was saying that they were going to make it illegal to you to remove any otherwise healthy tissue from the body. Idaho or Iowa? It might have been Iowa. It was an I state. It was one of the shitty I states, because... Yeah, I don't remember. It was either Idaho or Iowa. It was not Illinois because because it had a shorter name. Interferes with body autonomy, right? Whatever you and like. I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not before, but it was it was like a lot of people pointed out. It's like, well, this makes organ donation illegal because you're moving, removing, say, a healthy kidney from a donor. Or a to health, give to somebody, or a lobe of liver, yeah, or yeah, there's like a bunch of shit. Or what uh, Angelina Jolie did, where she had a double mastectomy and then reconstructive surgery because um, her genetics had a very high chance of developing breast cancer, and you know she made the informed decision as an adult that like, well, I want to reduce my risk of cancer, and it's like. But her breasts were quote-unquote healthy at the time, so under this law, their bill that was being proposed, that would have been made illegal. And I guess enough people pointed out that, hey, this is a really broad and badly written bill. Yeah. And like, and they can't make it too specific, 
because they don't want to make it too obvious that they're just targeting trans people. It's some fucking bullshit. <clears throat> it then, is. Like the deal with Utah, where yep. like the, the governor vetoed the bill to be like, look, man, this is only about like four kids. Five. This is, this there's, is bullshit. There's five trans students that they know of, only one of whom is in sports, I think. Yeah. So they were like, they're going to... And then, um, so he vetoed the bill um, because, and he cited the suicide rates um, and, and the suicidal ideation rates among trans populations as a reason why he vetoed the bill. But then it was overturned, uh, like 18 to 3, like the Senate overrode yeah. his bill. And this guy's a Republican, but the Senate overrode his bill. And now the state of Utah has to form a five-person committee to regulate the body of one trans teenager who wants to play sports. Yeah. So, and it's like, what must it be like for that that one girl, you know? What the fuck, you know? This is why every Republican in power needs to be hugged and smiled in Central Park in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> and Saverin is just, mm, full of hate. Yeah, no, it's, it's really fucked up. And also, you see... Um, I've been hearing about some of the questions that are being put to the um, to President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, and you know they're bringing up Oberfeld, the decision to legalize gay marriage. Mm -hmm. They had one senator say that he would he would want to see Loving v. Virginia overturned, which was the Supreme Court case that legalized interracial marriage. And that one was, like, unanimous, I'm pretty sure. And, like, in the 50s or 60s? I think it's been a long time. But, you know, and then he tried to walk it back. But it's just like, nah, dude, they're, they're racists. They're come, you know, they're coming for trans rights now because they think, oh, they're only one-ish percent of the population they're an easy target they're the little guy you know yeah, they they're the david the they want but uh, they want to use i forget what the one is that they said right of privacy for contraception use mm -hmm. like they're really yeah. trying to dial us back to the 1940s yeah they're trying to use trans people as a wedge issue to open the floodgates to make gay marriage illegal again to make abortion illegal again and it's just it, it's it's very fucking obvious what they're doing and if you're one of those lgb but not the t people um you need to have a think number one morally you're a fuck um uh, but number two maybe think of your own self-interest they're not gonna stop you're not you're not gonna be they call them the pick me's yeah you know this is people like caitlin jenner and there was a, another trans woman but a lot of a lot of gay men fall into this category too of like you're not one of the good ones i'm i'm one of the good gays you know they won't put my back against the wall when you know and and this is no they'll just you'll be lined up after they get done with the rest <clears throat> of the fire line yeah, It'll and just be last. You'll still there be is there. His, historical evidence for this. Like all the Jewish Nazis who were helping the Nazi party, they ended up in the concentration camps too. Like once they were no longer of use, their betraying their own people, their collaboration didn't help them in the end. You know, you're not a you're not a good gay to these far right bigots. You know, you you need to fucking stand for trans rights, mm -hmm. you know, because they're fucking coming for you. Might not be today, but 
few years from now, yeah, they're going to the start whole... chipping away at our fucking rights again. The first, first they come for X, then they come for Y. Yeah, it is super true. It is absolutely and true. I hate to say it, a lot of the younger gays are like, oh, it's over. You know, we won. Why are you fighting so much anymore? Mm-hmm. It's like, folks, you know, the, the pre-DOMA folks, like, yeah, you know, even the folks from when we were a kid and, you know, being gay was a lot worse than, you know, mm-hmm. and then you had Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and then DOMA got repealed, and it's been getting better, but they never experienced the super bad days. Yeah. A lot of them came into adulthood post-DOMA. It's like, no, you, you don't remember what it was like before. You know, they don't. You don't realize that Tyrion, I mean, Tyrion and I were a couple living together, you know, as a couple completely committed to each other for 13 fucking years before we could legally get married. Like, I have been in a relationship with this man for 20 years, and I've been married for seven and you know (laughs) we were doing gay shit while it was still illegal yeah so oh i was having gay sex before 2003 yeah yeah i mean we live in fucking texas where you know that whole thing happens so here's the thing sodomy is considered anything except straight missionary position really so yes penis and vagina any sex act other than that was illegal even for straight people and like I, I still remember years ago seeing a fucking comment or a tweet or something like that. That it was like, no, it wasn't a tweet because this was two thousand three. Is before Twitter. I enjoy the government sanctioned anal sex with my wife or something. It was some ridiculous fucking thing like that. And it's like, no, anal sex with your wife is still illegal. You know, it's not just for the gays. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so is a blowjob. Yeah, and so is a blowjob. It's. And I guess cunnilingus too. Yeah, you know, it's not penis and anything vagina. other than a yeah. penis and a vagina for they, procreation. They want the fuck exactly. They want the fucking biblical definition of sex. Except it's not even like the biblical definition because those motherfuckers get up to shit. Mm-hmm. But like they're talking like the puritanical. These people sucked so much they got kicked out of two countries and had to come across an ocean to fuck up this country. Mm-hmm. Level of Christian bullshit. Like, you know, this is where Saverin the Extremist puts on their extremist hats again. Like, if I could rip every ounce of Christianity out of our government, I fucking would. And yeah, then, like, you know, I'll say when uh, when the British Empire decided that they were going to colonize the world, they didn't send their best. No. And like, <laughs> no, they got rid of the people they didn't want. Yeah. I mean, literally, the, the, the Puritans got kicked out of England, then they got kicked out of the Netherlands and came over here to fuck it up. We can blame that motherfucker Col- Christopher Columbus, that Portuguese piece of shit. Yeah. And, like, a dude that sucks so bad he got arrested and dragged back to Spain in chains. No, it was the Italian. Either way, he sucked. Ah! Yeah. Uh, he may have been Italian working for Spain or Portugal. I, I, I don't remember all the details. All I know is that it was, funny enough, racism back in the 20th century when Italians were not considered white. And or they were the Irish. It, I'm going somewhere okay. with this. The I, the Italians were not considered white, and in a bid to be accepted, they pushed for Columbus to be honored with Columbus Day. And that and once it was, oh, you know, in fourteen ninety two Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Oh, Columbus discovered America. Well, I guess the Italians are white now. 
And, and that that's where Columbus Day comes from. Well, it's also like Catholics. Catholics yeah. pushes for yeah. that too. It's well, yeah, like and, you know, they don't call it sectarian violence when it's in Britain, but they call it sectarian violence violence when it's two different sects of Muslims mm-hmm. fighting yeah. in Iraq. They just call it troubles. Yeah, we we use a euphemism like that, and I. Yeah, you know, don't get me started on how Ukrainian refugees are being treated completely differently than like Somalian refugees or, or Syrian or Syrian refugees or hell Bosnian refugees back in the nineties. Like like any any sorry brown people country that's having a problem, those refugees are treated very different than when two white countries go to war. Yeah. And even in Ukraine, the fucking the black people that were living in Ukraine because they immigrated there from um, parts of Africa, well, they're not being led into Poland. Yep. You know how fucked up is that? Your your country is under fire. Oh, only the white people can come into our country. Oh, we're doing this great thing by opening our borders for all these Ukrainian refugees, but not the brown ones. But not the brown ones, like. How fucked is that? Very. The answer is very. Yeah. Like, sorry, got me on my soapbox here. And another thing, what what you were saying, Shiva, like all these all these baby gays thinking everything is cool now with being gay is like reminds me of well, we have a black president now, so racism is over. Yeah. We elected Obama in two thousand eight. This isn't a racist country anymore. We had a black president. It's like and no, we followed him up with a Cheeto. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like God. We really, by we I mean white people, really try to fucking delude ourselves. I mean, with this kind of thinking, really, it's not only that. So you had all these white presidents, you know, leading up to Obama, with a certain amount of gravitas, and then Obama came into office, and he had some of the biggest gravitas of any president that I remember seeing any footage of. Of course, pre-TV, that's. Mm, and then we elect the fucking Cheeto, who is a shit show on a plate, and completely all the respectability and gravitas of that office. It was like taking a huge dump on it, going from mm-hmm. a, a black president with respectability, you know, no, like, adultery, no this, no that, mm-hmm. to the Cheeto. Apparently who, his it, biggest sin was wearing a tan suit. Then you got the Cheeto... Who cannot string a sentence together to save his life, a racist, a shoddy businessman, and just like, it was like taking everything that we had in Obama and let's go exact opposite in the worst possible way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... I mean, I I guess I'm not surprised that, you know, politically, we took a hard swing in the opposite direction. But the funny thing is, is that Obama was like, yeah, he's a Democrat, but he's pretty center. Yeah. You know, like they 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 like to say that Obama was this far left person that he was a socialist. It was like he he, he wasn't. No, he, he he was just not the preferred color for some people. He was a Democrat. He was not a preferred color, and he did let through some of the more leftist things. You know, go through government without vetoing it. I swear, half of it is just because he had you know ran underneath the Democratic, and you must hate everything Democratic. Just because, never mind their own moral worth. The country's <laughs> fucked. Uh, yep. Basically, that's what I'm saying. We're, I guess uh, I'm. Uh, I, I'm honestly, and it's not even the country. Like it's the world. 
you know we're living in some deeply fucking it, yeah we are i don't want to get too nihilistic here but i mean if a dinosaur killing sized asteroid were to hit earth yeah you know, it would it would be an improvement <laughs> like a lot of people our age when it comes to like climate change are like fuck we tried and no one pays the fucking attention to us. It's just gonna... Yeah, we screamed, we shouted, the big corporations don't pay attention to us. The world is heating up. You know, mm. average, you know, we're starting to see crazy weather patterns. And no one's, you know, who, who's got deep pockets is super paying attention to it. So what do we do? Just wait for thick shit to get so bad that it's unrecoverable? Because what else can we do? And I, I've seen something, so, like, now that, like, there's there's all these things that news about, oh, my God, we're heading to World War Three, And they're like, hey, if you're if you're worried about nuclear war, ask your Gen X friends, because they grew up during this shit. And um, as a Gen X friend, I can tell you my, my thoughts on if a nuke goes off, my plan was always be at ground zero so that you die quickly. Like, yeah. You, you it, don't want to go through. This is what, my entire wanna... fucking generation. This is why Gen X has the reputation of being nihilistic and our motto being whatever, man. Because it was just sort of like, yeah, I mean, you don't want to, like, die slowly over five years of radiation poisoning. You just want to... starving f- and your limbs and, and then falling deal, off. Yeah, and, and then deal with the fucking nuclear fallout after that. No, I, I want to be fucking Sarah Connor standing on that, that um, playground holding onto the chains and just be blasted to my bones and then not have to deal with this shit anymore. Because things like like nuclear winter, they don't go away quickly. <laughs> they don't... There's just years and years and years of suffering. And if anybody survives, well, good luck to them. I'm sorry, Sarah, I know you're a millennial and, and this is your, your elder take. Well, elders take you're only, on you're not that much older than me and i'm just sort of like welcome to the fucking southpaw's nihilism hour jesus christ i mean i'm not too far off of fuzz but i'm also gen x i know we're just kind of like uh, yeah, oh god it's just, everything fucking sucks but at least it was, those, was fun. those few tweets i saw that were like ask your gen x friends what it's like to grow up during the cold war with the th-. and i was like here's what it's like die quickly yeah <laughs> i mean our parents like the boomers also went through it too yeah Anyone the whole post- Duck and cover thing. Anyone post-World War II. Yeah. Right up until, like, when the Berlin Wall fell and, like, the USSR became Russia again. Uh And it kind of backed down. I mean, anyone who up to that point was like, shit, they better, like, not fight. If anybody pushes a button anywhere, the whole world is turning into a wasteland. Because they'll fire, they'll fire, and then... We're fucked. I mean, remember uh, what was that game? That movie, War Games. War Games. War yeah. Games. Yeah, <laughs> that is a that is a a seminal work of art in the Gen X canon. <laughs> the only winning move is not to play. Right. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, like also, on the who mic- the fuck, given the choice of playing chess or global thermonuclear war, picks global thermonuclear? Which is ah. Anyway, sorry, it's been a long time since I've watched. He was a proto gamer. He wanted to be hardcore. Yeah. So, on the micro level... What's Matthew Broderick up to these days? I really hope he hasn't milkshake ducked. Not a lot that we can do <laughs> on the grand scheme. But what we can do is focus on the local and taking care of each other. Yeah, take care of each other, take care friends, of your friends. <laughs> Absolutely, your yes. Your cons, supporting like, shit you can actually affect. Because being on Twitter will poison your brain. And I don't recommend it. 
Honestly. That being said, you can follow us at Southpaw's Cast. Yeah, because <laughs> you, you fucking retweet shit. I'm, I'm trying to... Yeah, I, I retweet shit that like is sort of representative of what we say on the show. Yeah. So, you know, if I see like hot political takes that I know that we would generally agree with. Yeah, so like, I, you, I try to make the show count, the show account sort of consistent with the message that <laughs> the podcast has. Yeah. And also just funny furry shit that i find but. yeah like i i see your retweets and you haven't misstepped yet um oh, thank you because <laughs> like yeah you can follow us on twitter and like you can follow me on twitter but all i post about is like just random shit and here's a cute picture of adam and like i reach i've retweeted a couple of really good cute cg artists Mm-hmm. They did like a cute CG oh. pony and a cute CG Michiru from a uh, brand new animal. Yes. Um, and some other stuff. Cause it's like, look, the world is fucking scary, but there's not a lot that you as an individual can do right now. So enjoy a hot raccoon girl. Enjoy a hot raccoon girl. Like there are things you can do. Like there's the humble, like humble bundles doing a thing for Ukraine. Ichio was doing a thing for Ukraine. Like, just, like, donate some money and get a bunch of games and shit, and the money goes straight to charities that are going to go for humanitarian aid to help with that shit. Like, there are little things you can do. Like, you could go behead a bunch of Republicans and throw their heads into Lake Travis, but you shouldn't do that because that's illegal. But, like, there's little things you can do to make the world a better place. And helping Ukraine, other things. But it's... I don't know, Also, I I do want to put out a warning. Um, Be very careful about who you donate to in regards to the war in Ukraine, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of shady organizations that have popped up to try and take oh, yeah. well-meaning people's money. So just make sure that you do your research. Like, you know, I, I saw people like donating to like a Red Cross thing that I don't know if it was entirely legitimate because it wasn't like on the official Red Cross website. It was a different URL. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm gonna wait till something more official happens. Um, I'm. I think my my day job company is actually doing a matching donation program right now. So um, I might donate something through that because I know that well. They're a big corporation, and they have lawyers. They'll have done their research on actually yeah. finding a reputable charity. To- and like with Humble Bundle, they these are yeah. Groups Humble Bundle's a known quantity and they like here yeah. are the four things and it has like links to their pages and you can like look them up on uh charity tracker mm-hmm. and yeah. so like you can see what each one's rating is and they're all fairly highly rated and so it's like okay yeah. if you donate money here and it's split four ways then it's gonna go to actual assistance and not to like a bunch of administration administrators getting a fat paycheck what was that one that was given out almost a thousand video games uh itch.io itch.io so i don't know if it, it's still going it was specifically 991 video games and um do you realize the significance of that no i think 991 is in reference to 1991 the year the soviet union fell and ukraine became an independent nation again okay because there is also, uh, Itch.io also has the tabletop RPGs for trans rights in Texas bundles. Like, that's some shit that you can donate money for that's going yeah. towards, like, Equality Texas and the like. Um, and it's a bunch of indie uh, tabletop RPGs. They're at $378,000 out of a total of 420000 of the goal. Ends in nine days from this recording, which is March 25th, 2022. And, you know, you don't have 
to donate money if you if you're not able to. I mean, yeah. that, you but know, like, these are these are things that you can do that actually will have a tangible benefit rather than just like screaming into the void on Twitter or on a podcast and getting salty. Like there are actual things you can do that can like hopefully have a, a more positive impact. Yeah. Versus like just being mad on Twitter. Like like petting Bo. Like petting Bo. This is this is a tangible good because it makes him happy. It's also and, it, it also releases, raises your ser- serotonin levels. Yes, so it's it's, it's self care. It's self care. Bus 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 Patio cast means. Oh, periodically. Yes. Yes, I said your name. Well, he was doing like the little, like paw at me thing. So I took his paw, and he was like, "No, actually, don't hold my paw. I just want to paw at you." Oh yeah. Because <laughs> Adam does that Six. too, where he like paw at me, and then if I. <laughs> that was a big yawn. Oh, Bo, I'm sorry, buddy. I know I I've been distracted. We should post a couple pictures of our official podcast dog on the uh, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> and he's like sniffing at my legs. If you ever hear the dog noises, this is the dog. Yeah. Yes. Like this is the official dog noise maker. And, oh, I mean like a couple weeks ago when we recorded at my place was, we had Adam in the room. But mm-hmm. yeah. he wasn't being too vocal. No. He's and like, he's fuck. also much further away from the microphones because he's, <laughs> he's <it>? wee. <laughs> Unless we're recording on the floor. Which, Which would be good for my back. No, that right. would be problematic for a few reasons. <laughs> but a- Adam's generally not very vocal. From Where Bo makes all kinds of goddamn noises. <laughs> well, he's vocal when he wants shit from you, I imagine. Yeah, I have some cute audio from today of him doing that, but that's I posted it into the Telegram fan chat, which you can find a link in the show notes. Yeah. On patreon.com slash southpawscast, or also on our regular feed. Because so, <laughs> we don't pay all this shit. No, we don't really. Like, it's a, it's a, you have Patreon, if it's a, it's a tip jar, if you want to, if you want to tell your old fart friends that you're listening to, hey, like, eat a bunch of CBD gummies. You can help facilitate that by donating to our Patreon, and we can just get, like, faded out. Like, <laughs> you, you are too fucking intense, Saverin. Please smoke an entire ounce of weed. Um, <laughs> this donation is to help Fuzz be less nihilistic. <laughs> yes. Here, here is something to make them not wish to, to just, you know, stand under a nuke as it drops. <laughs> uh, like, look, don't get us wrong. Furry Fiesta was a good time. I love the fandom. It was great to see all the people. It was great to be in a really queer space. And it was also that culture shock, oh, fuck, I'm still in Texas when you're done, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you get that little dose of, oh, shit, this is what it could be like. Well, this and, is what you said about Anthro Expo as well, that, yeah. like, you were at Anthro Expo, everyone was masked up, Every you know, people were really on top of it, the con staff was really on top of it, and then as soon as you stopped at Bucky's across the border, it was like, was 30% like, of the people were masked, and you were like, oh I shit, I still live in the South. Yeah, Anthrocon, like, I'm... I will have a bit more free time at Anthrocon, which is kind of funny because I'll be behind the table for most of it, but I'll still have the evenings free, and I'm going to get there on, like, fucking Wednesday. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, that's how it's been the last few years. Yeah, yeah. I I got the con from, like, Wednesday to Tuesday, I think. Yeah, like, we're there for a long-ass time. I got the con. I got the hotel, I mean. Yeah. So, like, when, when when I drove last few years, it was like, I got there Wednesday night, and I suddenly had 
all the fucking time in the world to be social with furries. And I really, 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 really need that to fucking happen. Yeah. I, I want to, to reconnect to some furries that are going to be up there at Anthrocon and be social and be, be a social creature. And because, like, I, I basically just worked Fiesta mm-hmm. and, like, I had people... I, I saw Kyle for, like, a total of 30 seconds over the course of the weekend. Yeah. I saw him, like, walk in the room. I saw it said hi. And then I walked by the table, and he had customers. And I said hi. Yeah, apparently the our, our table was just slammed fairly steadily the whole weekend. Like, the, the shirt vendor next to you guys was also had a line all weekend. Yeah. Actually, um, was both... it you that was telling me about the? No, it was Kyle that was telling me about them. Because it was... Not Hyena Agenda. They Camp were on the- Howl. Camp Howl. Yeah. Yeah. A hyena was on the opposite corner, and on the other side of you was Fursona Pins. Yeah. They sold them. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Funny thing about Fursona Pins. So, yeah. uh, um, um, They make pins with Fursonas on them. Yes. And they got a big claw machine, which is kind of cool. Oh, right. I think I saw Wait, them tweet so, about that at one point. So, funny enough, so I, I'm sitting in the den, and I have now reached, you know, people watching mode. <laughs> Hi. Mm. And I, I so I get to finally, you know, screw around with my phone. Mm-hmm. And I realize I got a message from my nephew. Hey, Aunt Shiva, do you still do TFF stuff? It's like, take a picture of the den. I am currently doing TFF stuff. <laughs> and they were like, lol, I just saw a TikTok from one of the vendors. I'm like, and she sent me a link. It's, I didn't open it. And he's like, oh, which one? Fursona pins. I walk over, turn around, flip on the selfie camera. Take a picture pointing at the sign. You mean these guys? <laughs> and, then, and he was like, ha. Very nice. He's like, I am currently doing TFF stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've, I think we've covered good ground on the, hey, TFF was was a success. Um, haven't heard too many positive COVID cases. I know. I mean, there's a sprinkling, but 5,000 yeah. plus people. Mm-hmm. A sprinkling is going to happen. Some are just going to bring it oh, with yeah. them and not know. And I uh, I appreciate all the people from both TFF Infernal Equinox who are posting their status, whether positive or negative, so on they, Twitter. So people who know, who interact mm-hmm. with them can be warned. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's good information, and those people should absolutely not be attacked. I don't know if they are. They're not this time. I know they were after Megaplex last and time. Siesta. And Siesta. And Siesta. Fuck. But, to um, an extent. But, like, it's basically, people have gone, like, look, we, we did everything we fucking could, and, all right, yo, I caught it, please, if you hung out with me, you checked. And so people are not being super aggro about it. I saw yeah. a couple of people being kind of shitty because they were like, oh, I haven't seen any. It was really fucking stupid, too, because I literally searched the hashtag TFF2022 COVID, and, like, literally right two posts below the person going oh i haven't seen anything from tff i imagine everybody got it there it was like just two people saying yeah i got covid mm-hmm. but like it was this person being shitty because i guess we're in texas and it's like we're still a bunch of furries like that doesn't get canceled out by the state we're in you dumbass um, you know what that gets you that gets you a fucking block and that's everybody right. at the con is from texas anyways they come from all over yeah but like, there Even have the been staff posting... comes from all over. Like we have a lot of local people, but we got I mean well over a hundred staff. Zirian yeah. comes from fucking yeah. Michigan. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry, Zirian. I'm basing that uh, solely on uh, Keo and Ajax and any other furry I know who has ever lived in Michigan. Uh, apparently, it is a place of sadness. 
if you live in Michigan and enjoy it, feel free to write in uh, and give me a counter experience because I've I've only ever heard of sadness. From it's supposed Michigan. to be really pretty. Not the roads, apparently. <laughs> there there hasn't really been like under the hashtag if I type hashtag TFF twenty twenty two COVID positive those that three were three strings. I'm seeing the most recent tweet on that is from the twenty second. Mm-hmm. But if I sort by just TFF twenty twenty two COVID, there's a post today, and it's a lot of people going, "Woo, I'm negative." Then other people being like, "Yo, I'm negative." Uh, people being responsible, <laughs> people being like, "Oh, like, well, I'm glad to see people that attended Fiesta 22 are being responsible, checking their COVID status." Still looks like a lot, like my timeline is a lot of people worried they're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only one line. Oh, I'm not pregante. Oh, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am seeing a lot of people under the hashtag TFF 2022 COVID are saying that they're negative. Like, I posted under that because, like, I tested on Monday mm-hmm. and I post- tested on Thursday. And I did another test tonight before we met here because we all wanted to be totally sure. So, yep. my dad's been, uh, like I said to you guys before the podcast, um, my dad <laughs> currently has COVID going through it. Well, my stepmom has been posting usually, like, once or twice a day pictures of her negative tests in the family group mm-hmm. and she like the last one was still not pregnant <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean they do look like pregnancy tests yeah. they do i saw um it was humps that was like oh thank god i'm still feral because it was like anthro instead of antigen mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nope they don't have both lines they're, they're they haven't been turned into an anthro they're still a regular old snap <sighs> so again guys Fiesta, it was good. The world, it sucks. There are a few things you can do to help make the world a better place. There will be links in the show notes. You can donate to the Ukrainian unfuck Ukraine, like rebuild it after they finish pushing Russia off. Uh, There is the trans rights for Texas tabletop bundle that I'll put a link in the show notes on itch.io. I think the bundle for Ukraine on itch.io has ended. I will double check that. If not, it will also be in the show notes. If you think we have been too nihilistic, well, guess what? We're old, but you can send us emails at southpawscast at gmail.com. You can join our Telegram group. It link in the show notes. There's 194 of us, and it's nice. There's porn and discussion. And we will receive those emails uh, because we have somebody print them out and snail mail them to us because we're old. Yeah. And we also have to have <laughs> them rustle them for us, just like the old days. Yes. Yeah. You can also uh, buy some books at forplanet.com. Forplanet.com. Buy uh, books. Buy books. There's, uh, there's now an official timeline on Rukus's, uh book series. They uh, put out like these really cool little informative cards. Yes, I saw them at the con and was like, "Yo, this is really good, dude. I'm glad you did that. That's yeah. going to be very helpful for Anthrocon." And they're like, "Oh yeah, cool." Actually, um, if you go to furplanet.com and you go to, I think it's creators or authors, or artists, but it's a big list of all of our creators. And you go to Rukase section, there is specifically a Red Lantern section, and I have a list on there of like the book all the books in the order that they take place in nice including the graphic novels so you have your reading list yeah but there's now a physical card that you can get at conventions that Mm -hmm. can show you this is the order of the books you should get you know it's kind of it's not quite Discworld length at this point but they do have (laughs) what seven or eight books plus dubiously canon yeah i'm losing track at this point but it is it's seven or eight they're prolific and BadDogBooks.com, it's digital ebooks. 
that way Fuzz doesn't have to ship you anything. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's always nice. And they're DRM free, and they're in Mobi and EPUB, so it'll work on Kindles and it'll work on every other e-reader as well. Yeah, because I'm sure there's some that are not Kindles anymore, but it's mostly just Kindles now. Well, like books on iPhones use, oh, yeah. use EPUBs. Yeah, right. that's probably the second biggest ebook platform after Kindle would be would be iBooks. Okay, but there are still you know other people out there that like like Kobo, which they're bigger in Canada, I think. But Kobo makes uh, e-readers as well. Okay, is there anything you need to promote, Shiva? No, no. Okay, <laughs> I had to think of the word. I was like, did anything you want to? No, shill. The word. The word shill. is shill. Yeah, yeah. it's and, uh, okay. Fuzz has got the biggest shill. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's right, late. I'm so. tired. Thank you. It's Friday. At least. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna shill for someone else now. Uh, and this. This goes into like some of like the the war and how everything is fucked up discussion we were having earlier. So right now, two of the podcasts that that. I've listened to sporadically over the years, uh, the dollop and behind the bastards are actually doing a team up series. I guess it's behind the dollop or dollop the bastards, you know, a dollop, dollop the bastards, a dollop of bastards, a dollop of bastards. That That's a good, good one. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a five or six part series on Henry Kissinger and how evil that fucker is. Uh, anyway, it's, um, both amusing, enraging, and informative. So, you know, they're, they're a couple of good podcasts. Uh, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, check them out. Um, you can just Google Behind the Bastards, probably. And Oh, and um, I haven't started listening to it yet, because I just found out the other day. But um, one of Robert Evans... Robert Evans is the host of Behind the Bastards. One of his um, other podcasts... Um, it could happen here. It could happen. I think it's it could happen here. Are doing a four part series on the war on trans rights. Mm, yeah. So that um, I haven't listened to that one yet. I just found out that he was doing that. Um, so that that's probably another series that will be very informative. Yeah. That uh, you know, stay informed and uh, don't poison your brain with Twitter. Yeah. Like th- those are those are very difficult things to do. <laughs> But mm-hmm. like you have to like mitigate your exposure. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It is always good to stay informed. You should absolutely know what is happening in the world because we're all on one planet. We're all interconnected. You know, the world root protect um, connects us all. So that's on Quajon. It's a Star Trek reference. But okay. uh, you know, it is also perfectly okay to step back when you need to for your mental health because. You still got to take care of you as well. Yeah. So we're going to call it a night on this point because it's past 10 o'clock and we're at an hour 20 on the raw. And we're old. And we're old. We need to go to bed. We need to take our Metamucil and our and our night drugs. Put on my Nirvana. And go, you know, <laughs> go to bed. So on that note, good night. And read some books. <laughs>